Welcome to another episode of Emmy's Insight. It's your host, Emmy, and today I'm joined with one of my best friends, Kiara. Hi. I'm so excited to do our first episode together. I'm excited too. <laughs> we actually decided to make this episode yesterday, um, and we just had so many ideas. So we want to make a little, little bit of a mini series with a few different episodes, and all of them are kind of touching on a topic to do with mindset and mental health and spirituality mm-hmm. and kind of like psychological topics psychological does that sound weird to say psychological no I think that's right yeah so I think for both of us we've both had our own struggles with mental health and the last couple of years since we've graduated high school I think they've been kind of the lowest for us both but they've Mm. also been the most transformative Mm. I think we both started going through it around the same time like it was that one year we both took a gap year or did you take a gap year yeah yeah I and get we really both... triggered when people say you had a gap year I'm like don't count that year I mean it doesn't have year. to be a bad no, thing yeah, yeah. I definitely don't think a gap I love taking a gap year yeah. I think it was the right thing but we both like started to kind of deteriorate like in that first year yeah. after leaving high school which is really funny and then we kind of diverged a little bit and had our own issues that were so different from each other yeah but like now we're both on the uphill, I guess. Yeah. Uphill stretch, is that well, what it's called? <laughs> I mean, and re- one of the reasons we wanted to make this episode, or not just this one, but a couple, was because, like, re- recently has been the most, I guess, healed, or the, the best relationships we've both had with ourselves. And, yeah, I think we both have mentally had quite a transformation and journey over the last few years. Mm, especially the last year, I yeah. would say. Yeah, the one yeah. podcast I recorded just before this was 2022, like my butterfly year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, it's very relevant to both of us. Yeah, I yeah. think so. Definitely. Yeah. So today's episode is all about perspective. That's going to be the theme of this episode. And a big thing we want to touch on and talk about is how pretty much every... Oh, I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. My Garmin is giving me notifications. Anyway, um, I think the biggest thing that we were discussing and believe is that like every experience that you have or situation that you're in it is up to your perspective for like how you take it and it that's what is going to shape your life Mm. and what you take out of a situation and another thing we talked about is how it is totally up to you for how you perceive a situation or for your perspective of everything in the world and it, it is easier said than done. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think it's a skill like anything else. And I'm definitely not saying that we both have that skill. But I feel like we have kind of realized more recently like that it is a skill and that it is something that we can both work towards and maybe even found our own techniques to help us kind of maintain that better perspective in like difficult situations. Yeah. I think that that's like, let's start that on our first point. So Mm. our first point is that you are responsible for shaping your world and like how you Mm -hmm. view your world. So I feel like that's something that everyone gets told. Like Mm. obviously you're always told, you know, look at the positives, look at the bright Mm. side and choose to see the cup as half full rather than half empty. Mm. But it's, I guess it's like, it's so much easier said than done. Yeah. And there's a difference between telling yourself like, oh, okay, I'll look at the bright side and actually feeling that you see the positives like yeah and I think that's something we've both gotten better at that when something happens we can immediately already go to the positives rather than kind of forcing ourselves to be like oh I actually hate this situation but like I'm going to force myself to think of the positives again I I wouldn't say that I can now immediately do that (laughs) I definitely wouldn't say that 
Um, but I think it's a good thing to always come back to whenever you're in a difficult situation to remember that, yeah. that, yeah, that it, you are in control of how you choose to perceive it and what you choose to do with the situation that you've gone through, you know? And sometimes depending on like the way the situation, at least for me, it can take maybe a couple hours to make, have that realization and remember, oh, that's right. You know, actually this isn't so bad. Yeah. Like my life isn't ending. Um, I'm just learning something from this. Yeah. But sometimes it can take up to like two weeks or if this something really, really bad happens to you, it can take a really long time, but it's good to keep that in the back of your mind, I guess. Yeah. I think that's another thing that I guess you have to give yourself space and understand that your immediate response isn't Mm. your response Mm. like you're allowed to feel like a situation is shit or that you're upset or you're allowed to not be positive all the time yeah but ultimately yeah ultimately like the reason you have to be positive is because like you're the only person that's going to get anything out of the situation and it's also like the only way to get through it you know we were saying that yesterday as well like like you said we're not at all invalidating i guess reacting badly like we're all that's necessary that's literally just we're human and that's gonna happen forever yeah i think giving yourself the space to be okay to react badly and not always have a positive outlook on it like on any situation is necessary and healthy but then eventually you have to like you're the one that is in control of your perspective and as we're talking about yesterday that it's the only option because yeah, the alter- alternative is literally to just hate your situation and hate your life. And how long can you do that for before you decide that you have to actually take something from it and feel actual gratitude towards the situation that happened? Like, that's the emotion that you need to, like, let go of that situation. Yeah. That, at least that's how I felt in my experiences. I was actually going to ask, like, both of us were struggling for a few years with our mental health and relationship with ourselves. And obviously, we tried to have a positive perspective. But what do you feel like changed with not just, you know, healing, but mm-hmm. like, you know how now we are so, such strong believers in that you are in control of your perspective. And I, this is not at all to say like you're in control of mental illness. Like if you feel depressed, like just be happy. Like that's ridiculous. When people say that, no. that's Because like, I've been there. So I, I obviously yeah, agree with that as well. Yeah. Like I've been really depressed and I know that you can't just be happy or just see the good in situations. Like to me, when you said, you know, what changed, I don't think I can pinpoint it to one thing. I think for me, it was like um, at least a two year long process. And I felt like it was quite exponential. Like once you get into it, it starts to get better. But then the further you get into it, the easier it gets to get better yeah um when you say getting into it you mean like obviously getting into the like committing to changing your mind changing your mindset exactly um and i guess deciding that that you don't want to be like that anymore as well is a huge part of it yeah when you are struggling you don't want to be like that in the moment but doing the things to not be like that you can't do because it's so uncomfortable and that's what your illness is like not letting Mm. you do Mm. so I agree like for me as well it's been like a few years of practicing change for it to actually become more natural and what would you say practicing change looked like for you 
I actually was kind of speaking about this in the butterfly year, yeah. mm. but well, cause my, one of my biggest struggles was the mental illness with like my eating disorder. Mm. I, well, starting with a team also helped cause I, I think just like taking the leap to be like, I'm actually going to act on it. Yeah. And you well, say starting with a team. Yeah. Like when I had a treatment team. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like, I honestly, like they gave me the support, but I had yeah. to be the one to do all the things like, yeah eat more food and train less and yeah and I think the thing that stopped me from doing those before I had the support or before I actually took the leap of faith to just do it mm. was it's uncomfortable like it's hard to do mm. because I stopped using the word scary because I realized it's not scary but it's more that it sucks because it's shit to do like it makes me have those feelings where you have that voice where you hate yourself mm. and I think doing them and I guess working on or understanding because I've always known that I have my healthy self like my true voice my authentic self mm. and then that disordered voice or that like voice where I'm like you feel like you've always known that even when you are at your worst yeah when I was at my worst I would have a voice in my head where I was literally like what am I doing to myself but I was yeah. also like I but can't the other stop. voice was just stronger yeah. yeah the other voice was like I'm watching myself do this but I'm not stopping because see that's interesting because I would feel like I only ever I can hear one yeah like when I feel when I feel bad, I feel like that is the only way I've ever felt. Yeah. Like I can't remember how what the alternative is. And it's always been like that for me. And I'm when I'm really happy, I'm like, I can't even why was I even sad? I can't yeah. remember like how you that always felt. Have one feeling. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. I've always been able to identify that healthy self voice. Yeah. Or that authentic self voice. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Because like if I made a podcast episode on this topic and I I would have assumed that my experience was the same for everyone. No, and that I everyone actually, can only hear one. I fully assumed mine was the experience you know what for I mean? everyone. That's, that's, so, is, I, that's so yeah. interesting. This is my double podcast But then at the same like, time, we're talking about such different situations, right? I'm talking about like depression. And I, did, I feel like yeah. speaking to other people who have had depression um, or that's who actually, have depression, no, their right. experience, they usually feel quite similar to me yeah. in that like when you feel depressed, you feel like there's no other way to feel ever. And even if you had the best day of your life like four weeks ago, you can't remember that feeling anymore. And you almost refuse to believe that that feeling ever happened. Yeah. But what you went through, I have no experience with that. I do know? have experience with that as well though. Like, cause when I, at, when mm. I was struggling with anorexia, I did feel really depressed. Mm. And I, the thing is like, is this the same as it was for you? Like I remember feeling so empty and not wanting to be alive, but at the same time, and I don't, I remembered that, I didn't remember how it felt, but I did remember that, I was like had felt joy and happiness and I didn't remember the exact yeah, feeling but of I, course yeah of course I did remember that I felt that and I always believed that it was possible to feel that again yeah so I was like as much as it sucks I know that one day I'll feel it again like I know one day I don't know how long it's gonna take but no it I has definitely to think that's day. true yeah um and that goes back to what I was saying about my growth from that mindset being like exponential I guess is yeah. like more recently when I do feel bad, um, what you just said, what did you say again? <laughs> well, I was talking about before, well, what, what I was going to add as well, was oh, how, how, yeah, I, how I really transformed as well was, or how I changed my perspective, is really using that healthy voice and like actively mm. trying to talk, like be stronger yeah. and fight that negative, I guess, toxic voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you know how we were talking about what helped transform a perspective? 
mine was just as I said like over time it got better because I got stronger with that voice and then it became yeah. just like yeah that's what yeah. I'm saying like yeah yeah that's why I thought you were yeah, getting yeah, yeah. tattoo yeah it just got easier to think like what you were saying to think that actually this won't last forever this feeling won't last forever yeah like even though I feel like this right now I do know that I will feel happy again yeah and that became like more common I guess whereas I feel like at the start of my journey it was a lot harder to like recognize that yeah and to recognize that like your emotions are temporary you know like it's never permanent um and I feel like that's something that has definitely like been a core thing for me to like help me with so many aspects of mental health and perspective is remembering that like nothing is permanent everything's always changing yeah that's actually helped me a lot in life too Mm. like understanding that everything fluctuates Mm. and like there's going to be highs and lows it helps you because like obviously lows suck but when you are so aware and like okay with that you're going to have lows it makes it you cope with them better because you understand like you have to have lows to have highs but it's also okay and it's not always going to be like that and like life comes and goes not comes and goes Mm. all the experiences in life come and go in waves I know that's like such a cliche thing like life's like a wave like it goes up and down (laughs) but it is true it is it is true um so I was telling Imogen this before we started recording and I was reading this book I actually am still reading this book I've been trying to finish reading this book for like over a year now but it's called the energy code did you ever read subtle art of not giving a fuck I started it. That was the first self-help book that I ever started reading. You gave it to me. I feel like I have better ones now. And also, I didn't really agree with some of the stuff. No, I I understand. I agree with you. Yeah. It's, it's, anyway, you're distracting me. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) Um, So I'm reading this book at the moment and it's called The Energy Codes. And it's good. It's a bit of like, it's a bit, it drags out on a little bit, but there was one part in it, which I think um, was amazing and when I read it it blew my mind and when I say it it's not going to sound the same because you have to be in the flow of the book um to really get impacted by it but she has this thing I think her name's Dr. Sue Morta I think she has this thing called the bus stop conversation and basically it's this metaphor slash I guess theory not theory because I don't think she thinks it's real but she basically talks about the fact that like imagine if um, before we come to earth because this is going to get a bit spiritual but because we're technically souls having a human experience right if you like to think of it that way before we um, come to earth imagine that our souls are just like at the bus stop getting ready to arrive to life or mm-hmm. arrive to the planet and they're just having conversation with each other about what they want to achieve. And they're like, oh, what do you want to do when you get to Earth? Like, oh, what do you want to do when you're alive? And then um, this one person says to another person, they're like kind of asking each other favors um, because in this in this conversation metaphor, they're not going to remember what they're talking about. Like once you're in the human body, it's like you're born, you know, you don't remember any of this pre-conversation. So this one person says to this other guy, you know, I want you to run over me with your car. <laughs> and the then, soul says that. Yeah. And then Wild. the other soul is like, what? Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Like, and this guy goes, no, no, no. Like, I need you to run over me with your car because in my life, I'm going to learn the art of forgiveness. Oh my gosh. And there was a few other examples that I like can't remember, 
um, along those lines, the running over with a car yeah. was like the most um, intense one. But I guess like, <laughs> but I that's like kind that. of what I guess me and Imogen are, yeah. like are trying to say is like. I mean, they're trying to make obviously like that's trying to make you like a bit shocked. Like it's a shock, not shocked, but it's like a bold statement. So you, mm. so it really hones in the message that. Yeah. I guess everything happens for a reason. Yeah. 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 You can put it like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or like there is something that comes out of every situation that you're dealt with yeah. in life. Like I'm sure you know people who have gone through something really difficult um, and do you feel like it changed them? The first two people actually came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> actually like yes. Yeah. One of the things that came to mind, this is not even someone I personally know, but um, the athlete Kurt Fernley because I read his book. Um, actually a lot of autobiographies of people who've gone through something. And yeah. Then they've I gone feel like that's... To, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he's like a Paralympian, <laughs> and he was born like with no legs, mm-hmm. and he's basically just used his whole life. He's become like he's just like lived life so much more than your average human, and he's like almost. I don't know how to explain it how I want to, but like he's almost like used the fact that he's being dealt this card yeah. to make his life even better than it could have been yeah. if he wasn't yeah yeah and like he's obviously such an inspiration like he's showed physical feats that someone with working legs couldn't do but he's yeah. also showed like the m- mindset that he has is so inspiring mm. and then the other person i thought of was like ella mm. um um she's gone through a lot with illness and injury Mm. and it's made her I mean she's always been actually a really really strong person but I feel like every time she's gone through something and same here because we've always supported each other when one of us is like struggling with an injury because obviously like that's a mental struggle as well as an athlete every time she goes through something or I go through something we always remind each other like this is happening to you because you're going to need it yeah that might be because you're going to go and do amazing things and you need this mental strength yeah so I guess like it's the whole like choosing to believe that everything happens for a reason because like again as we we're saying what other choice do you have yeah. to think oh this is unfair I feel shit this is not fair and like just exactly. like being and whether or not it's true it gives you the perspective that you need to like enjoy life in a way that you wouldn't if you were sitting there thinking life is happening to you yeah this is exactly. what my this um. Kayla Rose says on her the podcast that I listen to her podcast yeah. Beautiful Diaries she always talks about like life is happening for me not to me yeah and that's like the whole perspective yeah. thing exactly like you are in control of how you literally view everything in your life yeah yeah and it's not just like oh what am I going to take out of this um like what can I learn from this like yes that's important too but it's also that like mm. not thinking life's happening to you but it's happening mm. what did you say again <laughs> for you for you yeah 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 everything that's happening is happening for you because it's like life is like giving to you yeah. you know i mean like there's every time that you go through something that sucks like there's always someone in a worse situation but they could be happier than you and they could perceive their situation mm. so differently than yeah. you i say that all the time yeah yeah i think something that i don't like though is like when you're struggling and someone's like, oh, this person has it worse though. So of like, course. Like, no one likes yeah. it. It's so invalidating. Yeah, that's another thing. I think we're both... Something I've gotten better with and I think we're both the same is nev- not invalidating any emotions or feelings that you mm. have. So if you go through something like 
you're so allowed to think that you're in an unfair situation think like why is this happening to me and allow yourself to grieve and be upset but yeah then eventually like you're not going to get anything out of that yeah so it's up to you to but the grieving to process get... is so important yeah, yeah. so important I like that cannot be pushed away yeah. at least for me no i sometimes i think one of the reasons i because obviously one of the reasons i my mental illnesses and like anorexia was triggered triggered was because of the experiences in the last year of school with like mm. my injury and like moving yeah. to that coach and stuff and I think I never, at the time, gave myself the space to grieve it. Yeah. Like, I literally... I remember the yeah. the day, or I think you texted me or you called me. Yeah. And you... It, I don't think it was that long ago. It was only, like, a month and a half... No, not a month, sorry. A year and a half ago or something. Yeah. Um, and you texted me and you're like, yeah, I've decided to change my um, running... Um, what do you call it? Event. 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 Yeah. And you said that it was so hard and then you spent the whole night crying and you literally said the words to me, I felt like I was grieving. Yeah. Like, that part of myself, that hurdler in me I still from do the high hurdles. school. <laughs> I know. You, I think, but at some point you changed. I, I went, okay, that's like another, like, issue though. Because, like, I changed because I was going up in distance to steeplechase because I hadn't got, like, to a strong, healthier weight yet. Yeah. But, but still, do you not bring... agree that that grieving process was so beneficial yeah even though i'm sure it was so painful yeah and making that decision to like let go that's fully why i didn't really grieve, though like i didn't let myself grieve because i didn't want to have to go through that pain yeah like in year 12 when i like got injured and even like having a misstate and stuff and watching other people go i didn't want to think about it because it made me feel shit so i was like i don't want to think about it i don't want to think about my injury because it made me feel bad i literally like you you know how i got into that like grind mm-hmm. mindset all i did was like study and like grind hsc and then distract myself and like go and like train in the gym on my crutches like I never actually stopped and allow myself to like like sure the day I got my like first got in a class I cried for like the whole day but then I was like okay now I have to be stronger than before like Mm. which is good like I'd had a good mindset but I just didn't give myself enough space before Mm. I like decided to go on Pinterest and make one of those vision boards that was like hustle like pick yourself up (laughs) dust yourself off and start again like which I don't think is bad at all, like, being in that, like, st- trying to be strong mindset. But there's you got to have, like... Balance. Balance, yeah. 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 And I think, yeah, there's going to be some points where you do need to, like, stop crying and pick yourself up yeah. and dust yourself off. But no one's going to know, like, when the timing is right except you. Yeah. Which is what makes it hard. But I feel like there's, like, a certain level of, like, there's, like, a gut feeling behind it. Whether, yeah. like, you're doing what your mind wants you to be doing or whether you're like pushing things aside you know yeah yeah so I think when you are in a situation that sucks like you have to give yourself time and space to allow yourself to grieve and you don't have to always you know feel guilty for not trying to look at the positives all the time Mm. but you also have to eventually focus on what you get out of it Mm. and that helps you to see every situation in a positive light and then at the end of the day that having that perspective it only benefits you. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. It's like having that perspective, it's calming as well, I feel like. It's like, you know, emotionally yeah. compared to hating a situation and being really upset about it and being really angry. Like, that's really, like, reactive versus, like, two days later, you've realized, actually, everything's okay. Um, I just learned that, like, you know, I overstepped 
my own boundary or whatever it is that you took from it as like a lesson yeah and then your energy comes down and you're calm and then it benefits you because like you said then you can go back to face the situation and sort through it in like a way that's actually rational yeah and And you're actually thinking yeah properly and you're not just being reactive and making things worse yeah 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 i guess like if I think and I ask you, like, what are other things in your life that you feel like you have a really strong perspective? Because we're talking about perspective. Or, like, things that after having gone through these struggles and now that you're in a better relationship with yourself, like, I'll give some examples of my own that you feel like your perspective in that space or that relationship you have with yourself is so much stronger. Mm. So, like, for example, for me, like, if I talk about something to do with, like, body image or food, mm. my perspective now that I'm more rational and in a good place with myself is so much more well, it's so much more rational but I'm able to like for example if I feel really bad about myself one day or like feel like my body image is not good that day those motorbikes are so loud I don't know if you can hear my window is open and it's so, on a main road yeah so. um yeah so now my I have the perspective where I value myself enough to not let that affect how I feel about myself and not let it change my self-worth. But I also have the perspective that how I feel is also going to change. Like, mm. I guess that goes back to things fluctuating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, is there anything in your life that now that you're in a healthy place with yourself, like your perspective, like, do you have an example of... Um, without being... There's so many things. Yeah. There's so many things that I've had to, like, shift my perspective on. Um, the first one that pops into mind, I guess that's something that maybe is like a theme for me recently is friendships and I guess the kind of person that I am with friendships. I feel like my whole life I've, I don't know, I've struggled with friendships for my whole life. Um, struggled to maintain like groups of friends, especially like when it's like multiple people, um, and like lots of group situations um, I've always really struggled to I don't know whether it was like staying authentic or just feeling sounds, comfortable yeah. but I've always struggled with that and I've always never really felt like it's going to sound so corny but I guess I've never really felt like any group that I've met or come come to me I've never really felt like it was the right one or like the right fit um, and I was going to add, like, it's not you as a person. It's also just, like, being like, the, the people you've been around. Like, it's not, like, some people... Well, that's where I'm getting with my yeah, perspective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry, keep going. No, keep going. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I think after high school when me and you stayed friends. Yeah. Um, and I stayed friends with a couple of people and then met some new friends and I started to realise, okay, you know, I have... I don't have a group of friends. Um, I've never had a friendsmas before, you know, I still look at, like, people who have these really solid groups of friends that they, like, every time they go to the beach, there's, like, six people there, and they always do birthdays together, they always do barbecues together, they always go away together, like, I've always envied that, Mm. and I still do, and this has been, like, a lifelong journey for me, right, since, like, what, primary school, high school, and I'm 23 now, but I feel like only recently I've really tried to, like, put more focus on that idea that I have that like I'm not good at friendships and really tried to figure out how I feel about it and I guess shift my perspective and 
you know, I haven't necessarily done anything or like nothing's necessarily happened to me recently to make me think so much more about it. I mean, maybe it has, but yeah, I guess I had to kind of change my perspective on that whole problem and just accept like that I'm just not maybe like what you said, those people weren't necessarily right, but also you don't necessarily have to be that kind of person who loves those big social outings and social situations. Mm -hmm. Like the friendship that I have with you is probably more genuine than a lot of like friendships that people have within those groups that you see, you know, and it looks like something from the outside. And I'm not saying that that is wrong. I'm not saying like, Oh, if you're someone who hangs out in groups all the time and doesn't have close individual friends, like Mm. you're just not as good as me or you're doing it wrong but maybe I'm not the kind of person that's built for those sorts of interactions, you know? Like, I'm someone who values more intimate one-on-one friendships that are um, very unique and that each friendship gives me something different. Yeah. And each friendship is beneficial to me in a different way. Yeah. Um, so I guess the perspective shift was more so about myself. Yeah. And, like, whether I'm a problem or whether yeah it's just like accepting who you are it's funny because like i know something you struggle with is always like again like being hard on yourself and thinking that you're the problem mm-hmm. and i always have seen a lot of your situations and i've been surprised that that's the first thought that you had because really? in my head i've been like why would you even think that like it's i guess not... i understand what you're saying yeah but, but it's because everyone's the... i mean you're harder on yourself than other people are of course yeah but as your friend like i i knowing you and how like a one how much of a wonderful wonderful friend you are I've known you for a while and I've known like a lot of the times a group situation like hasn't been anything to do with you it's been like that Mm. specific group for example Mm. and like some people are lucky to have gone to a high school where they've had a beautiful like little group that have stayed together and I don't think at all like it's you it's more just like you haven't been lucky to have something like that for example Mm. like I don't have a close group from our high school that I'm friends with now and, I, like, I have a group out of school, but, like, if I didn't do, like, my sport, for example, I might not have had that. But also, like, I fully agree with you, like, being able to think, like, well, I actually really value all the close friends I have more than... Mm. And I think sometimes, like, even group situations can be clicky, mm. and you're just not at all someone who can, like, be in a clicky no, place. No, I'm not. Yeah. I can't I, do the yeah. whole... Yeah. Yeah, I'm not here Talking for Talking about either. each other. No, yeah. Like, to maintain the peace. It's just, yeah, it's just not who I am. That's why it doesn't gel with you. And yeah. that's, like, kind of an incredible trait. I mean, kind of. It's an incredible trait yeah. to have. It so is, like, it is. Instead of thinking, like, obviously, that's what you're trying to say. Like, your perspective isn't, like, oh, what's wrong with me? It's, well, I'm adding to your perspective. But it's also, it should be that I'm just too wholesome of a person to be <laughs> in some of those environments. Or, like, because you're not interested in a group where this is such a like example of like in high school a lot of groups literally were maintained by hating on other people together do you Mm. know what I mean not hating necessarily but just like because they got along so well when this person I don't do you know what I'm trying to say yeah I think in high school I think a lot of people um I guess like we say in high school, but it still of, happens after high school. It does. For a lot does. of groups. So yeah. I think it was a lot more common in high school. Where yeah. People were just like, ex- like, yeah, obviously there's heaps of bitching. Mm. It's just a bonding. It's just a really stupid bonding technique. And yeah. Some sort of 
trauma response I'm pretty sure um the holistic psychologist would say so mm. um haven't read too much into that one but I think it's not I don't necessarily think it is trauma I think it's more just it is like it's how our society works like people mm. band together because they have a common like but by trauma response I I meant more so like um, a lot of people who grow up in homes where that's how their family interacts is yeah. like talking negatively about each other and that is actually like how they bond yeah um, will often like repeat that yeah which know. is yeah like it's just a learned and ingrained kind of yeah yeah but yeah I think that all of this is so relevant to how you perceive mm. everything and I think the biggest take from all of it is that you can't just decide to think positive and see the glass as half full, but you have to keep working on it and practicing the values that you want to leave, live by and lead. And eventually over time, like that relationship you have with yourself will become so much more natural and it'll just Mm. grow until you're able to, yeah. Until you're able to have that, always have that glass half full perspective. If you spent the first, the whole first half of your life, you know, um reacting negatively when anything bad happens to you like if your go-to thought is like god like why does this happen to me yeah um why do i always cause problems why do i always attract problems and that's how you think like every single time then that's going to be so deeply ingrained in you Mm -hmm. and your thinking habits like that takes ages to unlearn but the really good thing is that you can unlearn it you can your brain yeah you can rewire your brain by training your brain like thinking and like actually actively changing the thoughts that you have i think that's one of my, my favorite tips. thing about rewiring your brain is that you don't actually have to move <laughs> no <laughs> you can just like like meditation like i yeah. still don't meditate as much as i should but like meditation is literally i like i like to think of meditation as literally just training your brain like yeah. that's what you're doing you're like focus you're practicing the skill of quietening your mind yeah observing your thoughts and controlling them you know and that's why like anyways that's a sidetrack but it's just it's true like for me it's easy yeah you can just sit up in bed set your alarm five minutes earlier and meditate for five minutes you don't have to even move your ass like that's the good fun thing about training your mind is that it's such a long process to do Mm. but you can dedicate a little bit of time to it every day where it won't actually feel like you're having to like make big adjustments to your schedule or anything you don't even have to sign up for a gym you just sit on your floor you know yeah I mean like even when you're not meditating like for me I feel like I rewired a lot of brain connections and like thought patterns that I was having in over the last year without having meditated at all yeah <laughs> like no, as exactly. much as yeah that's, that's yeah. why it's so interesting our methods yeah. have been so different like for me to rewire a lot of the thoughts I had it took forcing myself to do uncomfortable things whether mm. that was like not allowing myself to exercise or having to um, eat a food that I that made me really uncomfortable. You know what? That's the skill that I still really need to work on. Like the acting, I'm, the doing things that make you uncomfortable. The a skill of being okay with being uncomfortable. I'm yeah. really, I'm still terrible at that. Yeah. And like, yeah, you well, need to teach thing me. That <laughs> made, yeah, I mean, what I was like, the thing that made me two little tips that like helped me mm. do the uncomfortable things was one doing it in small bits so like just doing a little bit of the thing that made me uncomfortable so like for example if you say you had an exercise addiction which like I think I definitely had when I was struggling with anorexia mm-hmm. instead of 
saying like, okay, I'm going to stop this exercise addiction. Like just saying, I'm going to do a little bit less, yeah. like half the session. Yeah. And then with like food, instead of like forcing yourself to have a whole serve or something that makes you uncomfortable, just having a bite. Yeah. And over definitely. time you realize like, oh my gosh, nothing is happening. Nothing's changing. I can eat a whole serve. And then not only does that get easier because you realize it's fine, but when you do that and you feel uncomfortable, it's, I, I had to work so hard on talking on the self-talk so that like, you know, like fighting against that voice that was mm. so uncomfortable. And then eventually that voice like literally like dies down so much yeah. that it's gone. So I guess that is how I rewired my brain. Like a lot of it was acting and doing the things yeah. that were hard. Acting and then, against your mind. Yeah. yeah. And then actively when I felt uncomfortable, like addressing it actively addressing it and sometimes like i'd have to like talk to someone i'd be like i feel like and friends helped as well Mm. so doing the hard thing like with someone Mm. you don't have to be alone and you don't have to do it with someone you can just have that support after like call someone and like tell them how you feel and someone who's like obviously gonna be really supportive about it yeah like i remember the first time i did like a fear food i literally did it with Haley. i remember and then like i know i have other friends actually i don't really because i choose friends that are like on the same values and like aligned with me but if you know there are so many people out there that have that toxic mindset around like food for example so they would be like oh my god cheat day this is so unhealthy like obviously I wouldn't do that or talk about that with someone who was like that yes of course so like making sure that the people in your life are people who can support you yeah 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 I think that's like all of the perspective that we wanted to give today yeah so i think i'm gonna wrap this episode up here well thanks for having me i'm so excited i don't know how clear our messages were yeah sometimes i literally record episodes i'm like (laughs) did i just talk shit for 40 minutes i mean i feel like that's kind of what it is though right yeah at the same time and that's also what our friendship is so i feel like we were authentic (laughs) and that's all that matters to me to be honest so well at the end of the day like someone might have got something out of it and if they did then slay and if they didn't then oh well like <laughs> at least hopefully you like enjoyed we got it. something out of it yeah. so <laughs> do you have okay i was gonna ask you if you have like a quote you want to end with but that is like really like throwing you under the bus like putting you on the spot we can pause and come back with a quote i like to end with a quote yeah you told me i don't yeah. have any i don't i'm not really a quote person to be honest i think we said a really actually we definitely said does it have to relate to perspective yeah <laughs> We said something. Damn. In so the I, only, I only know one quote that it doesn't relate. So it's oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I thought of there was something you said that I was like, yeah, that'll be good for the end quote. And I literally forget what it was. Oh, okay. Guys, I'm so sorry for how cliche this quote is, but it honestly works. So this episode's quote is Your perspective will either become your prison or your passport. Which is true. Like, you can either choose to have a a perspective that keeps you keeps you stuck and doesn't help you grow or it can be one that takes you I like that it doesn't specify new. where it takes you yeah it's like that part's up to you I love it okay so as always thank you guys for listening and thank you so much for joining me Kiara I'm very keen for our next episode this one was a bit more broad but we definitely have some more topics that we want to dive into and yeah don't forget to follow my podcast instagram at emmy's insight and you can find this podcast on spotify google Podcasts, apple Podcasts, and soundcloud so don't forget to leave a review on one of those platforms and i hope you guys join me in the next one bye bye